When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. And there will be some big talk and some big opinions this morning with Sam Ackerman and Brad Lewis on the panel. Brad, if I can start with you, please. State of Origin 1, Queensland 16, the Blues 10. That was an upset. Cameron Munch, the man of the match performance. Amazing. Well, first of all, uh, very good morning to Sam Ackerman and um, go the Maroons. Uh, but, yeah, what a what a wonderful game of rugby league last night. Um, just impressed with, with both teams. I thought both teams were really good. Queensland dominated, really, when you look at it. And... Towards the end of the game, the last sort of 10, 15 minutes, it kind of felt like New South Wales were going to run over the top of them because, you know, they didn't make the most of their opportunities they had for the first sort of 20 minutes of the second half. But Cameron Munster, man, unbelievable. Million-dollar player right there. What that man is worth, I guess we'll find out at the end of his contract. Uh, and by all accounts, the Dolphins are hunting around for him. But what a great game. Uh, State of Origin has been missing... Uh, a physical, hard-fought, close contest like that for like the last sort of three or four years. Uh, this game will stick in memory for a long time for me. I thought it was just a great game of rugby league between probably the two best rugby league teams on the planet. Sam Ackerman, uh, great start for Billy Slater. Yeah, look, it's not that newsworthy, Ian. I don't know why we're wasting our time talking about it, really. Um, you know, the Queen, as, an, as a New South Wales fan, I, I, I take uh, I take great uh, eye-rolling pleasure in hearing Brad saying, oh, there hasn't been any good footy played in the past three or four years while Queensland's been predominantly losing. It's t- a typical Queensland attitude. But the Maroons definitely earned this win. Uh, they played some very good footy, some very smart footy, uh, and I think that... Rather than necessarily out-coaching New South Wales and Brad Fittler, I certainly think Billy Slater uh, out-selected. I think that the team selections were inspired, uh, and I'm listen. I'm no fan of, of Ben Hunt. I've seen him fail on the big stage so often. I was, I was a little bit kind of dubious about the the process of starting him ahead of Harry Grant, but the rotation that those two had at no stage was Queensland anything but explosive, at a dummy half for the full uh, 80 minutes. So that was uh, thoroughly impressive, and I believe the difference uh, between the game. Yep, Munster was was wonderful, of course, but the, the real difference was they always had that go forward spark from dummy half, whereas New South Wales had no backup for Damian Cook on the bench. Uh, the selection of Stephen Crichton, a, a centre in the 14 jersey, was definitely a mistake. Uh, the selection of Jack Wyden at centre is fine. He was wonderful, uh, but you don't carry an extra centre just because of that. Uh, I, I thought there were some errors in the way the team was picked, and that is something that uh, they're going to have to address. You definitely, and, uh, look, I don't care uh, how well the, uh, the wingers uh, end up playing. I, I can't possibly fathom going into Origin without uh, Josh Adokar. He performs so well at that stage, uh, even if he's not playing well the dogs. We've seen a lot of players play poorly at club form, but come when they are, you know, those players that are, as Gus Gould would say, Origin players, uh, they do step up, and he's <laughs> one of them. So there's a lot of, a lot of uh, great cattle missing, but um, it's, it's, made, it's made for a wonderful start to this 
series. Queensland deserve it, um, but I'm, I'm not going to wave the, uh, the white or blue flag just yet. Sam Ackerman, a week in the life of the Warriors. Um, I'm not sure it's been unparalleled. There probably has been, if I think far, far enough back. It's like a, a, a year in the life or two years in the life of a lot of other franchises, it seems. But now, since the last time I spoke to you, Brown is gone. Stacey Jones is in. Uh, what are your overall thoughts? Stacey Jones, for what he is, let's be very clear, Stacey Jones is coming in as an interim coach, is a great selection. Uh, if you're looking for someone to be the head coach for a long term, I'd say someone like Justin Morgan, if you're going to go internal, has got you know more likely to have the drive, desire to want to be the head coach. Uh, I've been lucky enough to have I've I've followed Stacey Jones very closely through his um, playing career and, and interviewing him, got to know him well um, through the line. At no point in any conversation have I ever had with Stacey Jones Dating back uh, 20 years, has he ever said, or when I've asked him, would you want to be head coach? He's flatly said no, quite quite often, quite regularly. Now that doesn't mean that you know things can't change, but I I don't think he has the drive for that pressure. Bringing the, the a man who is synonymous, and you'd argue between him and Simon Mannering, the ultimate warriors of of this franchise, bringing him into uh, pick this team up when they're on the floor is a great move because which warrior is not going to put in? Which warrior is going to be prepared to go back and look at Stacey Jones in the eyes after a game as the head coach and say that they didn't put in for the club? I, I think that uh, was seen in the NRL when you change a coach uh, through uh, mid-season slump quite often through the course of history you see a little spike in form. It may just be temporary, uh, but I think that Stacey Jones will lift, um, lift the game and, and get a uh, move the needle at least on, on the Warriors' attitude and, and dedication in games. So that's good. Nathan Brown had to go, no problems um, with that at all uh, once he joined the ridiculous crew of people who didn't want to play uh, in New Zealand. And I understand circumstances change. Uh, and he put his hand up, that's fine. It's good good to move on. The Nathan Brown era won't be remembered with any kind of uh, anything special. I'd go as far to say that of any coach that's come in to coach the Warriors, he's the one that I just couldn't understand the selection of the most. Um, but, you know, it's, mm. it's done and dusted now. The Warriors have to pick smart for the next coach. No, don't rush it. Make sure they get it right. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about what the Warriors can produce in the, uh, the next few weeks as far as a team you want to watch play. Not necessarily win, but he also does have that uh, little boost of coming home, doesn't he? A, a home game in a few weeks to look forward to. Uh, Brad Lewis, I'll come to you shortly on the, the same issue there and uh, I'm, I might ask you, is, uh, you the Nathan Brown era uh, is not one we want to remember too much so what about the Mark Robinson era? Shall we go a little bit deeper, a little bit further back to the core uh, and say the Mark Robinson era, what's that been like uh, from an ownership point of view? But uh, I'll give you 30 seconds to a minute to think about it Brad uh, in the meantime we'll go to uh, Araha with uh, a 10.30 update here on SENZ Big talk, big opinions, the panel Sam Ackerman uh, is on the panel this morning, as is Brad Lewis. And uh, Brad, you heard uh, Sam's input uh, around about the Stacey Jones uh, introduction into the head coaching role. Uh, What do you you make of that and uh, the overall era, this era, under Mark Robinson, the owner? Um, Just in regards to Stacey Jones, Smithy, just release the shackles, right? Like this team has been playing like they've got one leg for the whole entire season and in general, the Nathan Brown era. Even under Steve Kearney, there was a little bit more of ad-lib football. And I just, you know, hopefully Stacey will do what Brendan McCullum does to the England cricket team and just gives the guys confidence to go out there and express themselves and you know there's nothing to lose now they know they're not going to he's not going to be their coach next season um he said as much at his press conference the other day that this is a short-term solution for the club that he loves 
just release the shackles and let the guys play rugby league and, and, and try and cause a few upsets and, and just see how far they can get this year. And, and look, if they play exciting rugby league and still lose, at least they'll, the, the fans will be pleased that, that they're trying to win games instead of trying to grind out um, you know, tiny losses, which is, to me, what it seemed like they've been doing under Nathan Brown for the last month and a half. Um, as far as Mark Robertson goes, guy talked a massive game when he came in and bought the club, and full credit to him for putting his, his finances into the club. But there's been a lot of sort of niggly stories around Mark Robinson, and I don't know the guy, don't know much of his background and stuff like that. But the whole Matt Lodge story, to me, reeks of, of something smelly. Uh, and uh, I just, I don't know, there's something about him that, that, that I haven't been that impressed with. When, when, when he dropped Stephen Turney, when he fired Stephen Turney, the, the talk was, we're going to get in a great, elite, top-level coach, you know, a Craig, you know, not Craig Bellamy, but a Craig Bellamy type, like a Craig Fitzgibbon or, or someone like that. And we got Nathan Brown, who's got a, like a 40% record as a coach in the NRL. The only winning percentage he's ever had was coaching, I think, Huddersfield in the in the Super League, Sam will correct me on that. Uh, but just we just need to be inspired, and I'm not inspired by Mark Robertson. Um, I am inspired by Stacey Jones, and, and look, I like Cam George. He fronts the media. He, he, he speaks on the front foot. I think he's been handed a hospital pass under this new ownership. Uh, but, yeah, we just need to see something change. And how long have we been? It's so frustrating as a passionate Warriors fan that, you know, Stephen Kearney let go two months into the COVID era, and nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. The team has gone backwards since Steve Kearney left. Mm. Uh, do you want any, any final comment on the ownership side of it, Sam? Uh, I've made my thoughts clear on that before, is that uh, the Warriors need uh, to be have somebody put their hands in their pockets, and you don't buy a team like the Warriors if you're an accountant and sensible. Um, so you, we're always going to have somebody with either an ego or who's a bit of a cowboy, and uh, there will be, you know, he owns the club, he gets to do it his way, and I believe that whether he's making the right call or not, he thinks he's making the right call. I don't think he, there's any self-sabotage or uh, screw you all along the way. I think he actually thinks he's, uh, he's he's doing the right thing along the way. So I'm I'm all right with it. Um, and I with Cameron George and with um, Mark, uh, I'm I'm personally give them a little bit of leeway for the uh, the unusual circumstances of the past years. Trying to be effective in that scenario has been difficult. Right, let's uh, change tack a little bit. Uh, not such better, too much better news because we're talking cricket here and the Black Caps are, are already 1-0 down in the series. But how about uh, the comments from James Anderson uh, overnight uh, where he said uh, he found inspiration from Brendan McCullum right from the get-go um, and, and the fact that they were in a losing situation and he sent them home to, to have a good night's sleep thinking, well, no, we win from this point, we don't lose from this point. Something England uh, hadn't experienced for quite some time and it... I don't know, does it rain true around uh, any franchise around here? Brendan McCullum's uh, immediate input to England. Uh, what have you made of that, Sam? Well, we, we, we knew that he'd give them uh, a bit of belief, but I, I didn't. when they came out just before the uh, the first test and said they're making feeling like 10 foot tall and bulletproof, I'm thinking, here we go, uh, this is good. But now, the thing is, is that they're still vulnerable, right? They they, they We didn't see a performance that was dominant and they weren't... Um, uh, owning every area of the game, and quite frankly, the the Black Caps lost that test more than England won it, in my personal opinion, with the with the top order. But 
It's a it's a scenario that England aren't used to uh, having somebody. Yeah, it's it's like that. You know, the the puppy that's been put in the uh, SPCA. You, know, you take him home and he's uh, you go to pat him and he winces because he's used to being kicked so often. When you finally get that uh, that kind of freedom and the love and the attention to be the uh, the cricket you want to be and uh, away they'll go. That you know their their tail is literally wagging. So it's a uh, it's a good situation for them to be in. Uh, and Brendan McCullum, we we all know in New Zealand and certainly you know Smithy. You know very well as does Brad the, the type of uh, influence he can be on a team. It's, he's changed cultures everywhere he's gone, so I'm not surprised he's done it there. Uh, Brad, what do you make of that? Well, he has one of the best batsmen in the world in Joe Root, and you can basically build a team around that. Like you know, you're going to get a century from him in every second Test match, unless he's playing Australia, right? So, uh, yeah, a fan- fantastic effort from them. Um, but you know, Daryl Mitchell and Tom Blundell batted superbly. They had a chance to win that game for New Zealand, or at least put the game to bed, and they failed. And you know, despite the fact that Mitchell scored a great century, he needed to go on, and 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 so did Tom. Um, obviously, the run out with Colin de Gronholm. Joe Root took took the game on his shoulder and won that game. And I'm sure he was inspired by whatever the words were that Baz was saying. But we we knew we were going to get that. We knew that no matter what the situation, Brennan McCullum was going to tell his team that they could win that game. Um, and certainly going into that third day's play in New Zealand were probably an 80% chance of winning the test. And, you know, thanks to a, a couple of uh, moments, um, the game swung the other way. Um, but I'm not surprised that England feel that way. I, he would, I've met Brennan McCullum once in my life, and, I, I you know, I was... I was taken aback by just his charisma, and um, he had me. He had me invested. So, uh, and I was. I just had a five-minute conversation with the guy. So, uh, yeah, I can totally see that he has inspired that team to do great things. Someone else who's inspired it, Brad, over the years has been Neil Wagner uh, through performance mainly uh, and guts, determination, heart, all those uh, lovely little uh, nouns that you like to throw in there. Um, but they haven't played him um, in a couple of losing test matches uh, in the last uh, four or five months. Would you play him at Trent Bridge, Neil Wagner? I would. Uh, and look, I love AJ Spatel, but if he's only going to bowl a couple of overs, then why aren't you playing Neil Wagner? Like uh, he could have, he could have, he could have been the difference maker on that last day, Smithy, or even the the start of the the folks and root partnership on on the third third evening. Uh, he could have been the difference. Uh, who knows? Uh, you know that that pressure that he provides can set up wickets at the other end. So uh, or, or for himself. So I think he needs to play every Test match until he re- like you know he's, he's good on any condition. Mm, and uh, I tend to agree with you there because I mean, if anyone can put um, words into action, um, like Brendan McCullum was demanding for out of England, then uh, I think uh, Sam Ackerman, Neil Wagner can do it for us. Oh, he's he he is amazing. I, I I can't imagine leaving him out of any team I ever pick, and and I, I include any format. I know he's he's not exactly a T Twenty specialist, but in the effort area, I would pick. Wagner in, in every bloody game. He's, I, I personally think he's the he's the cricketer that um, my son's met him down here a couple of times at a couple of sessions, and he is my son's favourite cricketer because a he's a lovely bloke, signs autograph, but he also puts in for every ball, competes for every la- every little bit of him goes into every single delivery, and he never ha- he's got a, an eternal supply of it. So I would never leave that out of a test match, not ever. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think he's a must for Trent Bridge the more and more I think about it. Uh, netball, actually. Uh, fellas, we've changed uh, uh, quite a long way here. Um, right throughout the season, we've been talking about how good the Mystics were and uh, it was just a fait accompli, really, who was going to come second uh, behind them. But all of a sudden, we uh, find last night they were knocked over by the Stars. They cannot win the ANZ Premiership final. Um, it's uh, Stars or the Pulse, Sam, which is a bit of a turnaround. 
Yeah, look, the, the Pulse have been uh, have been there or thereabouts um, for the last you know, two or three seasons. So seeing them there shouldn't be a surprise to you. They've got a, a very strong squad, but it's awesome to see the stars there. We all kind of scratched our heads originally when we heard that uh, there was going to be two um, Auckland-based teams, the Mystics and the Stars, both... Um, we needed to kind of get a feel of what was going on there, but I think that, that the stars have, have proven that they've got their own identity and wonderful. It's, this is uh, Nipple's version of the of the um, Broncos um, losing to the Cowboys and uh, and a big game in the NRL or North Harbour getting up on top of Auckland, all that type of thing. It is a moment to um, be defining, and this is a defining moment from the stars. My fear is that they may have played their final to beat the Mystics. You, it's, you're beating a champion team, literally the defending champion champion team uh, to move through. To finish that job now against the Pulse will be a, a major challenge in my opinion, but it, it should make it, it's got the hallmarks of a good final and a lot of even matchups through through the court. Okay, um, two, a couple of uh, one word answers out of both of you uh, for me, uh, straight away, Brad Lewis, uh, looking forward to mm. the weekend, Crusaders or Chiefs? Crusaders. Blues, Brumbies? Blues. Overall? In two weeks' time. Blues. Bye-bye. Okay, Sam Mac... Oh, you're biased. Okay, Sam Ackerman, Crusaders, Chiefs? Uh, I'll follow the same pattern. I'm, I'm, I'm Crusaders uh, up, I'm Blues up, and I can't tip against the Blues unless they give me reason um, reason not to this week. Okay. Thanks, fellas. Uh, Sam Ackerman and Brad Lewis there with some forthright opinion, particularly on those lead subjects, which are hot, hot, hot at the moment. And I've had some texts in uh, this morning about that, and in the next hour we'll uh, read through uh, as many of those as we can get through. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.